0: like football basketball you're chilling with the homies bet them whatever 10 20 50 100 or the friendly wager with the homie it's the podcast for you not industry professionals you look like it though But we're a couple of homies trying to get you the quick flip off of the sports ting. No long talking, no lies, no limits. This is No Cap Bets. Today's Friday, September 16th, 2022. Giving you the best picks against the spread. We do the homework. You win the picks. NFL week two. I got my co-host with me in the building. Heavy, what up? What up, what up, what up? And our senior NFL top of top correspondent. I want to get right into it, actually. He's a two-time back-to-back fantasy champion, winner, wrestling enthusiast, and uh, took the Broncos. Went up against me last week. We got to talk about it. Say what up to the people, Grizz.
1: What is up, No Cap Nation?
0: And like we do in every other episode, we get to the No Cap Recap. Before we do, this episode has been brought to you by Bedstamp. We got a line shop now. We got a whole bunch of books we could choose from. So let's look for the most valuable odds. Anytime I'm playing a wager, I'm looking at bet stamp first. Is it MGM? Is it FanDuel? Is it whichever book got the best payout? I track my bet and it's off to the races. Download the best stamp app now and use the promo code NOCAPBETS. Once again, bet stamp with the promo code NOCAPBETS. Let's get to the NOCAP recap. Heavy, you had the Giants. Big big win. Vikings. Kirk Cousins shows up like he's supposed to. And then you and you you know you set it on the gram. And then you go against the GOAT and basically ruin what could have been a three and oh week. Three and yeah. How's it feel two and one
2: coming into this week one? Oh, uh, it feels great to start off 2-1. I, I think I've always talked to you about, like, at least going 2-1. Like, that's always important. 3-0 is always, you know, amazing, but you can't always do that. So, uh, the first game we had was the Giants. Um, Crazy game, bro. They end up winning, like, right at the end of the game. I'll take a cover, I'll take a straight-out win. So, shout-out to my guys, the New York Giants. Right. Um, Your boy, Kirk Cousins, he did his thing, showed out. And um, basically, like, balled out on Rogers and them. they end up winning 23-7, um, another cover for me. And then, oh, I, I, as I said on the ground, you can't bet against this guy. Um, I was trying to find an edge with the whole divorce, not even the divorce, but him at home and, and being a distraction. Yeah, yeah. That shit just blew up in my face, so... Um, Shout out to the goal, bro. He's the greatest of all time. He proves it every other week. Even if he loses the next week, he'll he'll come back focused. But yeah, he he did his thing and they end up winning that one, 19-3. So shout out to Brady. And that was my holy love. I think in this season, we got to
0: make a pact with each other to not do the personal life angle. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever people got going on in their personal life, it's not an angle that we should be telling our listeners to bet on. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You know, I had the worst one in season one.
2: Like, don't go back to those episodes. We've we, we all had yeah. it. Me yeah, you. We I'm sure Grizz has done it once. But yeah, Actually, I think I do it. have
0: a... You guys got to let me know. I might have a personal angle uh, with this week's locks. But speaking of Grizz, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, I think it was the sickest actual lock of the week, the Steelers. I watched that game from the Dominican live. It was incredible. Like, that was... That was easily, like, the, the most exciting game before, I guess, the Seahawks game. So you had the Steelers. I would say that was the lock of the week. And then uh, you took the Chargers, which which got a little dicey at the end. But then you ended up getting that cover. And then, uh, and then, yeah, you felt like Russ would get his revenge. In fact, Seattle really wanted their revenge against Russ. Go ahead and give us your thoughts. Two and one, how does it feel coming back?
1: <laughs> All right, Nation. Well, <clears throat> we started the year off on a great note, going 7-2 and two as a collective. Shout out to you, Plus, going 3-0. Appreciate it. Me and sure. Heavy the 2-1, so, you know, that's always great. So, starting with the positive. As you mentioned just now, the Steelers, plus 6.5. And, and aside from Money Mitch not looking like Big Ben, everything I saw pretty much happened, essentially. With this Steelers' team, it's like the defense is going to be what's leading them and you know, so I would more look out for that. And just for tidbit's sake, the last time the Bears were good was 2020. That's when Money Mitch brought them to the playoffs. Just in case, you know, from last week, you guys weren't sure when they were last good. Just want to clarify for you guys. All right, um, moving on, we had the second winner, which is the Fire Breathing Chargers. This team came out guns a-blazing. And to be honest, this game really wasn't in doubt for me. You know, they were up 17-3 at one point. They're a Russian Derek car. It didn't really seem like uh, Vegas had enough to come back. And for the one negative, of course, as you mentioned, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I'm going to start referring to Seattle's stadium as the Obia House. Games always go weird there. I don't know (laughs) know if you guys ever noticed, like, since Carol's been there. Anything prime time, anything in Seattle is always some dumb shit that happens and Monday was another example of it. So, you know, it is what yeah. it is. On to a new week.
2: Yeah, did you catch him dancing though? Whenever he's dancing, they're bound to win, eh? Oh yeah. Pete Carroll? I don't like, as a, I,
1: don't like he's, I don't
0: like
2: Pete Carroll, bro. I listen, like, it, boy, it, you know what? It's cool.
0: It's cool. It it look. At the end of the day, I, I tried to give you guys the gem. And and I hope we can maybe talk later on if this could be a no-cap commandment. But the the revenge QB angle, like I'm not, I'm fading it every time because, like I said, you have a team that knows that they, they know their that quarterback's tendencies. They watched it
2: for, for years, you know. So I would expect hey, you know what? That's a good thing because uh, it happened with Mayfield too. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, that was game. my so, angle that yeah, week. Good and, point.
0: And, uh, and then, like you said, now we have a new name for Seattle, the Obia House. Like, when you go into the Obia House, that place is loud. It's crazy. It's one of the loudest in the NFL. Like, it, that's that's documented. So, um, yeah, it just felt like a great angle to take. And But either way, I'm happy. We're 7-2. and two. Uh, I had the Ravens. Everybody did believe it was a bet heart and it might've been to a certain extent, but I took them by double digits and they got the double digits. They were six and a half point favorites. Uh, that was just smooth sailing for me. And then, uh, my second lock, what was my second lock guys?
1: Um, Oh yeah. It was Mayfield.
0: It was, it was, it's fading Mayfield. Yeah. It was was the Cleveland Cleveland Browns. It was the Cleveland Browns who got the outright win. And, uh, they did exactly what they expected to do so we took those angles no long talking we know exactly what you came for and it's the locks and we're going to give them to you right at the break snow bets check out the body right podcast on apple spotify google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts bless up and you know what that means it's time for the locks you're listening to no cap bets official no cap bets on instagram let's get right to it so uh we didn't include the not involved segment but what i'm gonna do is right before we tap out of the whole episode entirely i'm gonna go ahead and talk about some games that we didn't touch but let's get started there's some one o'clock games we're involved with i'm gonna let you set it off heavy you're involved with the new england Patriots game, they're on the road as favorites up against the Steelers, who I think shocked the NFL, but Grizz wasn't that shocked.
2: What's your take on this one? Yeah, with this one, I'm going to be going with the Pats, uh, minus two and a half. This just feels like a letdown spot for the Steelers, the way they celebrated after that huge win in overtime against division rivals, the Bengals, but they took a huge blow losing TJ Watt, who plays a huge part in their defense now mitchell trubisky he started off hot scoring off um my bad scoring a quick 17 in the first half but the true trubinsky showed up in the second only scoring three now i've always liked betting on belichick and bounce back spots, so i like the spot for the pats um i think they made the necessary adjustments that they have to and um another stat the pats haven't gone 0-2 since 2001. so the line is telling a lot having them paved by a field goal on the road so give me the Pats in a great spot to cover as small faves. Um, I just think this is let down for the Steelers,
0: to be honest. And, you know, I don't want to address any media narrative as a place for people to invest. I think that was a great take. But I think Bilicek hears the, the chirps. I mean, all three SPN circuits this week at Fox Sports, you're hearing, like, it's over for him. He can't win without Brady. Like,
1: yeah. uh, Ryan
0: Clark was going in on him. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's time to
2: fade Bill Belichick right now, so. Well, that, the game could have been closer last week too. There was like a defensive touchdown that Miami had got, so it could have went either way. Um, They didn't really look that great as far as like on the offensive side, but, i always trust belichick to like overlook tape and just make the necessary adjustments like i said so i'm gonna look for the pass to win by a field goal this week tj watt torn peck out for several
0: weeks defensive player of the year you might be onto something there grizz how do you feel about the injury the injuries does it affect uh the way this defense performs
1: um It'll definitely have its effect, but it, the defense is not just TJY. You know what I mean? It, you want to be real. The first seven points of that game was Mecca Fitzpatrick. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Plus, he was the one who got block field board the block. He blocked the extra point. So he blocked the extra point. That is what you he knows that there's more players on that defense who can make an impact. So, I'm not really worried. And I have one question that people really don't want to live with. Maybe, is it possible that the Patriots are just not that good? It's possible. It's
0: possible. Uh,
1: You know what? Because you know what? Reality is, without Brady, Belichick has never won, even in Cleveland. So I don't really know what to really believe when it comes to this team. But maybe they're just not that good. Maybe they're just
0: not. Heavy's first lock, the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. I got a one o'clock game I want to get to as well. This one is between the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. This is crazy to me how um, I just end up, you know, falling on two of these teams last week, and then they set me up to take them again. So give me the uh, Cleveland Browns back-to-back weeks. Jets last year finished as the the fourth worst team against the run. Now they got to go up against Nick Chubb. Not to mention since 2018, this is the worst road dog ATS nine and 19 I believe the AFC North is the best conference or the best division in football this year and you know I gave you the Ravens double digits last week we gave you the Browns they got outright wins Jets put up nine points at home and now they got to go face Mar- Miles Garrett Clowney um Greedy Williams is back if you got a secondary with a guy named Greedy on it bro this is a this is a legit defense, so I don't expect the Jets to put up any more points. They're six-and-a-half-point dogs. I don't understand that line. It kind of confuses me. Uh, the run defense for Cleveland just surrendered 2.8 yards per rush on 19 attempts last week, so I expect them to feast on the Jets. No long talking. The favorite in this matchup between these two teams have covered nine out of the last ten times. It's Cleveland Browns, first lock. What do y'all think, six and a half?
2: I like it.
1: I mean, I'll be honest with you. um, I've never subscribed to taking Cleveland as a favorite, especially at a touchdown, but uh, I wish you the best.
0: Yeah, and you know what? It's something that I don't plan on doing a lot this season. I don't think they're going to be in the favorite spot a lot this season, but if, if this is a spot, if there was ever a spot to take them, I figure it'd be now. They would love to get a 2 0 start. And this defense is hungry.
2: I think against the Jets, it's possible. But like Chris said, too, it's not really a favorable thing to take them as favorites. So, yeah. My first lock the Cleveland Browns, six
0: and a half. Other games we're not involved in uh, in the one o'clock slate Miami and Baltimore, that's around five and a half. Um, Love Lamar. I hear them chirping a lot about him, but I just think that line's too big. I'm not touching it. Not involved. Um, Detroit. Oh, three three and a half. Okay, yeah. Oh, three and a half. Oh, well. The, listen, I, I might be involved. You know what I'm saying? But currently, not involved. Uh, Detroit. We got Detroit and Washington. Uh, you know, I, you you killed it with the names, uh, Grizz. You know, you typically call this one a shit ball. I don't. I don't really love that one. I think we got to like. Find a no cap, you know what I'm saying, term for that. Uh, but Obia House was lit. I gotta give you that one. That's probably the best one we've ever heard on on the shit. That's definitely one of the new ones. Um, but we're not involved in Detroit and Washington. Uh Jacksonville and the Colts. I I can't call it three and a half, four and a half guys. What is it? Um, last I checked, that's three and a half. Yeah, not right touching now. it, not involved. I, I don't care about any Matt Ryan games. You won't see me taking him. One that'll be interesting is the New Orleans, uh, New Orleans and uh, Tampa Bay game. I always feel like New Orleans has Tampa's number, so um, I might play around with that. Carolina and the Giants. Hey, they, they came through for heavy last week and they're up against Baker. I, I, I like fading Baker. So who knows? Might get involved. And then there's some four o'clock games that uh, are worth discussing. You know, uh, we got the Rams, they're up against Atlanta. None of us are involved in that. I feel like that line's too big. What do you guys think?
2: Definitely too big and not involved.
1: Yeah, mm, you know what? Rams didn't look good enough. Yeah, and Atlanta looked too good to really, you know, say let me take Atlanta. I don't know. I no, nah, I don't want to sweat that game. Well said.
0: But uh, there are some other games that we're really involved in. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let uh, you take it away, Heavy. There's a game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, this one's at five and a half.
2: What's your take? Yeah, so I'm going to be going with the cards, plus five and a half. I know, I know the cards looked horrible in week one, losing 44 to 21 to the Chiefs. But um, fast forward to this week and I refuse to overreact to week one's results. I'm a key stat that I found that the cards went eight and one against the spread last year on the road. So this team plays a lot better in road game scenarios. Now, I never like playing the points with the Raiders and I won't start now. Um, just a tough spot for them after losing a, a tough divisional game against the Chargers, and then they have to come home to an upset Arizona team. The Raiders may win this one, but um, I'm not. I'm not taking it. I see this game being a much closer um, than the line indicates. I just can't see myself taking the Raiders with so much ma- um, with so many points. So I'm gonna go with the the Cards. Hopefully, it's close. Maybe they win. All right, but it stays within five and a half. I'm gonna go with the Cards this week. Grizz, your thoughts?
1: Um, I kind of agree still. I don't think Arizona is as bad as they look. And a perfect team to show that is uh, against Vegas. Because I don't think they're as good as they may appear
2: to be. Yeah, a minus six is, I've never, yeah, even at minus three, I wouldn't even want to, like, take the Raiders. So I'm not taking them minus, minus six, yeah, minus, minus a five and a half, so.
1: I'm going well with the cars, for, plus five and a half. Mine six for the Raiders is a little a little high. Yeah. The, are, like, the caliber of the Cardinals are not, Cardinals are not bad teams. Right, so not, right, right. Yeah. Eight and one against
2: the spread on the road too. How can you go against that? Five, ooh, yeah.
0: Five, yeah, five and a half points too, especially like when you got trends like that. Um, definitely feels like it's a cardinal side or nothing can
2: i can i ask you guys something do you guys find a lot of these games that open around five and a half and six do you find them to be trappish yes like the favorite
0: yeah it's a premium
2: i feel like it's a premium yeah so to me i just can't do the raiders at minus six or minus five and a half so no cap nation right with me plus five and a half we're going with the cards we don't know heavy second lock the arizona cardinals that
0: is a 425 start time uh actually i missed a game um ran through the not involved games but at 405 there's a game that i'm involved in and it's the uh seattle seahawks on the road against the 49ers you know how you like You grab a team and then you got to do the zigzag theory. Well, I'm not doing it here. Give me the Seahawks again for a second straight week, second locked. They asked Geno Smith after that upset win what he had to say to the people who wrote him off. He said, I never wrote him back. And that was that. He signed to Rock Nation now. He's not really signed to Rock Nation, man. I'm just playing. But I think people really decided to write this guy off again for another week and another season eight and a half points is like way too much for me to bet on trey lance uh now i don't think he's gonna do a lot every week i don't think he's gonna be that guy that we saw in week one but all you're asking geno smith to do is just manage the game i think the niners put up what like just nine points last week 10 points i think it was like 1910 their their loss I didn't really watch it. You know what I mean? I don't really watch Niners game too much, but I definitely watched the Seahawks. So this line of eight and a half kind of annoys me and it confuses me because this is more of a 49er fade for me. San Francisco is three and seven ATS and straight up as a home favorite in their last 10. Here at No Cat Bets, we love us a division dog. And Trey Lance wasn't impressive enough for me to give this eight and a half. He connected on just 13 of 28 of his passes, scrambled a little bit, got 54 yards, but this is against a division opponent now. Like these teams know each other, familiarity. Seattle's covered seven of its last seven as an underdog, including three of their last five as a dog on the road, and they've won six of those straight up. So this isn't the team that the 49ers are going to want to see after an emotional win. And I know a lot of people think like hangover, this is a letdown spot. No, like that emotional win, Actually drives you into a, a more motivated space. So they're looking to go 2-0 and, and assert themselves in this division. And in the words of sticky fingers from the from the legendary group Onyx, but wait, it gets worse. Grizz, you haven't dropped a bar. You know, that's usually Grizz. He drops bars, like he'll just throw bars in there. You know what I mean? But I'm still looking for you to do it. That's Grizz's thing. I just had to pull it for this take. What does a quarterback do after they catch an L? They watch film, right? Like, they mentally prepare. Well, there's a video that's going around of Trey Lance, and it appears he's at the strip club. Like, this just had like, Thursday night, like, throwing bills on chicks. Like, he doesn't have the mindset of someone who's looking to bounce back off of a loss and win. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I'd have been there with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm down for you, youngin. But you're going up against Geno Smith. Like, you got to take the Seahawks seriously. Eight and a half points. Look, if 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 the Niners squeeze one out, they get three, they get six, but eight and a half points. You're giving me Geno Smith off of this momentum right now. I'm gonna take the, Ce- the Seattle Seahawks. That's my second
2: lock. No words. I don't cause. have faith in G- I don't. I don't have faith in Geno Smith. So, yeah, like the faith that you have for him is great, but I can't. I can't get behind him. So, best of luck to you on your best bet, bro.
0: It's not. It's not necessarily Geno Smith. Like I'm not. This is not a Geno Smith a take. Your, a
2: lot. A lot of. A lot of your take at the beginning was based on Geno Smith and being motivated and not responding to the haters. And, yeah, yeah, that was no. So but that was motivation. great. That was it, that was great. It made no, me. I'm no, arguing it. I'm just saying you wanted my opinion. I cannot back Geno Smith. My money cannot be involved with him. So yeah, I'm not involved.
1: Grizz. I mean, you guys are. Have- funny because, well, for heavy, um, I don't know how you can back Daniel Dimes, but not want to back Geno. That's just my like guy.
2: Shout out to the Giants. But anyway, man.
1: um, you know what? I think what, if Seattle didn't play Denver last week, I wouldn't think much of the spread, you know, and you have very good points. I saw the video too with young Lance in the club and, and it's just like, bro, what are we doing? I didn't like that myself as a Niners fan. I didn't like that. What are you um, doing? Yeah, like, why are you in the club? You should be studying right now. You should be trying to figure out how to beat Seattle. That was that was stupid. Like, you're not taking them seriously. I mean, yeah, you're not you're not focused. And this is how Jimmy's going to get his job back, you know? Like, this is the type of stuff I don't like. But I would say that Seattle, they're playing with house money, you know? Teams like that are dangerous. And I don't think, they, you know, you have to look at last week, too. Like, they're playing in a monsoon. Seattle, I'm... Um, San Fran and Chicago. Like, that was a rainy game. So you're not going to get the stats that you're you're looking to get, you know? That was a monsoon, no pun intended. Ah. So, you know, like, it's hard to fully judge Trey Lance, aside from the strip club thing, off of last week, you know? It's the conditions. But, I'm, I mean, you kind of convinced me on Seattle still, so I- I'll rock with it.
0: A lot of trends. A lot of trends looking up for them. My second lot, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to take it back to you guys. Another 425 start Um, right before we went on air. I knew you guys were both involved. And Gris said, uh, I want to have you to go first on this game. It's the Denver Broncos. What are we calling it, guys? Nine and a half? We're calling it nine and a half. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is up against the Houston, Texas. Pretty game in their week
2: one. All right, have you take it away for the third lock? Yeah, so I'm going to be going with the Broncos, uh, minus nine and a half. Now, we have the Broncos coming into this one off an embarrassing loss against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Um, the emotions were running high, but that didn't play much into the – that didn't match the play, I should say, on the field, unfortunately. Now, the Broncos did have um 440-plus yards in that game, but with two fumbles. On the one-yard line and giving up an early touchdown really put all their chances of winning or even covering the spread in that game. But now fast forward to this week, the Broncos come back home um, to the Texans, who are coming off a huge divisional cover um, against the Colts. But well, looking at Davis Mills real quick, um, all of his four games on the road, he got smoked: 40 and 0 against the Bills, 31 to 5 against Arizona, 31 to 3 against Indy. 23 to seven against the 49ers. Yeah, man, it's early in the season to lay double digits, but I'll bite the bullet and go with the Broncos to bounce back in a huge way against the Texans in this spot. Um, if the if the Broncos converted their chances last week, they win and cover the game in Seattle. So, um, I just look for Russell Wilson to like, you know, cover this big spread. I know it's a lot to ask, especially in week two, but yeah, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Broncos minus ten. He's saying
0: 10. We I offered up nine and a half. That's how confident he is. That's no, I mean nine
2: and a half. Sorry about that, bro. It's all good. Heavis, I'll nine and a half. I'll take the better number. Heavy's
0: third lock, the Denver Broncos, nine and a half. Grizz, you think that's too much? Your third lock? Go ahead and get it.
1: Oh, this is my first lock
0: of the week. Oh, yeah. My um, bad. My bad. Heavy's third. <laughs> Your first. We haven't even heard from you
1: yet. Go on with it. Yeah, yeah. In this game, let me take in the Texans. I prefer to take it at like a ten and a half, just to get that hook. But whatever. I'll take it at a nine and a half. Ah. Cool. And my reasoning behind it is it's simple, you know. I didn't see enough from Denver to believe that they have enough established chemistry. Or Essentially, I don't feel as though there are well-oiled machines yet. You know? and That's fair. That's the fair. Co- the coaching. The oh, coaches, the coaching's awful. You've seen some of the play calls, the misuse of time. Those are things that are a work in progress. They're not going to change in one week. You know what I mean? And when I look at the, on the other side, and I was trying to explain last week, Houston seems to be a little bit more scrappy than teams may want to really believe them to be, you know? You did. Yeah, and you did get mention Indy, that. They gave Indy the, a real tough time. They should have won that, if you want to be real. Houston should have won that game. But you know what? A tie is better than a loss in football, apparently. Um, And I expect to see more of that. I don't think this is going to be so easy for Denver. And I think even though, you know, it's a good stat that you mentioned heavy because I did not really take that into consideration. But it's a new year. So I'm going to rock with Houston and hope that, you know what I mean? They can keep this close.
0: Give me the Texans. The most we can do this week is another seven and two. Someone's going to go down. Actually, we can go, we can go eight and one, right? No, we go seven and two. When 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 mans are up against each other, oh yeah, we can go eight and one. So the the best we could do is eight and one this week.
2: The guys are up against each okay. other. That's but this is just, like like I said earlier, it's just a, it's just a fade to Davis Mills, to be honest. Like if from what I see from last year's games on the road, I want to see how he performs today. Like I said, I know it's a big spread, but I'll bite the bullet. I'm gonna go with the Broncos. Grizz's first lock,
0: the Houston Texans. I'm gonna take it away from here. I got the Dallas Cowboys for my third lock. I'm. It can't get any worse for the Cowboys who lost Dak to injury, and our people are already on TV saying their season's over with only one week down. This is the team no one wants to touch. I think after watching the Bengals collapse. We're talking about, I, I like this one. You know what we're naming this episode? Haven't seen enough because I couldn't agree with with Grizz on that when, when it comes to Trey Lance. And the same thing when it comes to Joe Burrow. The Bengals aren't sneaking up on anybody anymore. Last year was the, oh, Joe Burrow. Everybody knows who he is. And you're getting every team's best shot. Now, one quarterback we don't know is this other guy, Cooper Rush. One start. You know what that tells me? No game tape. So you got Kellen Moore, Mr. Gadget play. We don't know what's going on with the coaching over there either. But you're asking me to take a home favorite that didn't show up at all last week by a touchdown? Look, Dallas loses games in hilarious fashion. By a field goal, by a fumble, this, that, whatever. Dallas is going to keep it close. Breakdown sometime in the fourth quarter. No long talking. Final lock, the Dallas Cowboys. I don't even care if you guys got a take on that, to be honest. (laughs) I just can't bet them after last week, but yeah. Yeah, the team's no one want to touch. You got to touch them sometimes.
1: I see where you're going, and I get it. And the Bengals... uh i feel like Bengals should win at the very least i don't know if they're gonna oh they the will they will
0: they'll squeak a 24 20 out you reme- remember remember that remember that but you know what yeah, Grizz? We're gonna, Bar- yo
2: you guys keep him sorry one thing keep in mind joe barrow isn't fully healthy either eh? he really isn't if you guys that, look at him that's, that's even I'm more of a side to why I take him yeah, as a road favorite i get it i get it i'm just saying
0: grizz we got a couple minutes left on the show I'm gonna let you take it away. You got two Monday nighters. Let's start with the first one up at seven fifteen. It's Buffalo eight and a half. Eight No, it's actually
1: nine and a half.
0: Nine and a half. Nine it's jumping half. up now. All right. Buffalo nine and a half against the Titans. Who you on? All
1: right. Well, for my next lock. I'm going to go and hit the siren on the Titans of 10 Okay. Plus nine and a half. Yeah. If I can get it at 10, even better. Mm. Now, one reason, simple fact that I believe the Bills to be quite overvalued, considering that this is a team that they're playing that has beat them multiple times within the last couple of years. The Titans know how to play the Bills. Mm. And as good as the Bills looked last week, Josh Allen did donate the ball a couple of times in that game. And it's kind of making me wonder. What losing uh, Brian Dayball is going to do as the season goes on. If you remember the playoff run that they had, Josh Allen had no turnovers. He had like nine touchdowns throughout his little run. So starting the season off giving the ball away, kind of alarming. And of course, you have to know that the Titans are a well-coached team. So I already know being a double-digit dog in a prime time spot is enough bulletin board material to motivate these guys. And it doesn't hurt having Derrick Henry in the backfield, who happens to have his way with this Bills team. Facts. So looking at the situation, knowing that the Bills are a little overvalued, I'm going to rock with the Titans.
0: Buffalo's got to be the most premium paying for team. The Buffalo is what KC was last year now. It's just pretty much everybody's going to expect them to run away with every single game over a touchdown at least at least that so i'm with you there yeah they're a bit they're they're a bit overvalued still i'd have to go titans grizz's second lock first monday nighter the tennessee titans and then take it away oh man i don't know what you got going on in a game involving kirk cousins we 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 like are low-key like arguing about kirk cousins every every week on whatsapp i'm starting the arguments to be honest but um, <laughs> it's the Eagles. They're at home. They're favored by two. We decided we're going to take this number at two. And no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I, oh, I wanted to take it out. All right. Well, half. but then you came for a certain. You came for a certain <laughs> sports book, so I didn't know that. That okay, whatever. So yeah, for I mean, for this for this particular that, baby, game, I, you're taking it at one and a half. Go ahead. You got the Eagles versus the Vikings.
1: <laughs> all right. For my final lock of the week. I'm going to fly, Eagles fly, and rock with Philadelphia at minus one and a half. Yep. Now, if you are unaware, allow me to enlighten you. This is low-key a straight fate of the most efficient quarterback in the league, <laughs> who, I don't know if you guys know this, is not a prime-time player. That's disrespectful. Teams led by him playing in a primetime game are a staggering two and nine straight mm. up. That does not give me confidence. And while the Vikings did look good last week, while half of that may be the Packers not playing good enough, the Eagles were no slouch as well. They scored 38 points. So that lets me know that at the very least, offensively, I can trust them to keep toe-to-toe with whatever Minnesota's going to throw at them. And yeah. That's it. We're going with the Eagles, baby. Fading Kirk Cousins in prime time. We know he's not a big, big under the lights player. Let's go. I'll be watching, rooting for my boy. I—I'll be
0: honest, and I'm rooting for you to have a great week, like a, like a nice two-in-one week. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether that two-in-one. Has anything to do with Kirk Cousins? I'll still be happy for you, but you know what side I'm on in that game. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, know. I, I gotta, I, know. I gotta, I gotta root for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the team, and you know what I'm saying. I want to see you have a great record, and the whole team have it. But yeah, I like. La- I appreciate the take, though. You you found Cousins in a spot where he's not as successful. It wasn't like it was just a Cousins bash thing. He had no, some intel no. to back it. You got no one to take them and one not to take them. You know that's why I didn't even touch it last week. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like uh, heavy's take earlier with the with the Cardinals. Like uh, this is Raiders. This is Raiders at a premium. Like you just got to find the spots. So I'm not mad at that. Uh, you guys are up against each other though. In the well, let's just cover the one o'clock games. Like I said, I got the Cleveland Browns at one heavy. You've got uh, the Patriots by two and two and a half, and then you've got the Cardinals. Uh, I'm involved in the Seattle Seahawks game. I think uh, people fading Geno Smith is going to be a thing. And I'll be on the other side of that. And uh, yeah, like I said, you guys are up against each other in that broncos Texans game. Made a best man win. And Grizz, you're two monday nighters man the tennessee titans made a great point in buffalo at a premium and i wish you best of luck against the most efficient quarterback in the league <laughs> <laughs> if you like everything that you heard make sure you like subscribe to the podcast hit the subscription on youtube man we bumped up to like 150 subscribers like in the last few days from just week one alone so we see you guys out there if you want to join the No Cap Nation, that's the best way to do it. We're going to keep sending those free picks, the clips, all of that. But yeah, all the people still listening to us, Spotify, Google, we appreciate the love from everywhere we get it. And uh, yeah, seven and two last week. I think we're looking good going into this week as well. For my co-host, Heavy365, and our senior NFL top-to-top top correspondent, Grizz, I'm Plus. It's been another episode of No Cap Bets. Bless up.